This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, end of the week with the podcast on a Thursday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Nice of you to be here at the beginning of it. I'm here for this one. I was in full panic mode this morning during I the was all uh, good. You missed 30 seconds. The warm up show. That's all right. Yeah, but I, um, yeah. Because we start the warm-up show. I'm normally in there at 5.40 a.m. Correct. While Harris is doing his update. But uh, Craig, I was in the office with Craig this morning, and he said it's 5.44. <laughs> so I panicked, and I ran down the hallway. And I don't do any cardio work. Even though I'm not overweight, I'm not in shape cardio-wise. So I was breathing heavy and had to keep shutting my mic off to go. And I'm sitting there saying, turn your mic on. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was a little thrown off my game, and I had some good items, too. Isn't it I mean, amazing? we got to them, but we I got did. No, off. we did, because I think the items and topics were obvious today, yes. which helped. Otherwise, we would have been kind of scrambling because you didn't have your headsets in. You didn't right. know what the hell was going on. I didn't know on. what was going Eddie's on. Eddie's talking. You can't hear him. It was a mess. Um, but uh, but it's all, isn't it funny, though, what you just said? You sprinted, what would you say, 100 feet? Maybe a little more uh, than maybe that. Maybe 200 feet. Right. And you were completely winded. And Out you were not in bad shape. It just goes to show how many different ways you can be in shape. Right. Now, you could be in mountain biking shape, but then you try to run, you can't. You can run a marathon, but you can't bike. You can do cardio, but then you can't weight lift. Well, I was talking to like a buddy of mine, uh, my friend John. He's lost a lot of weight. Okay. Recently. And he, de- he did it by uh, watching what he eats, and he has a treadmill at home. To which he walks on an incline, a high incline for like an hour. Really? Soaking wet, sweating, blah, blah, blah. But he's doing an hour a day and he's been doing it probably for six months now. Like he's hardcore into nice. it. But he said when uh, he and the family went on vacation in Disney, he was like, oh, I'll go run outside. It's beautiful here. I can run and see the castle and all that stuff. It's great. He said he couldn't. Couldn't uh, breathe. Couldn't breathe. Right. It's like, different. It's just running different. on pavement versus running on a treadmill versus doing a bike. It's all different stuff. Which is why they'll tell you, and good for him for losing a lot of weight, yeah. why they'll tell you don't do the same thing every day. Right, because your body just adjusts to Correct. it. Correct, which is why some runners do have trouble losing weight, which is a different conversation. How about this? I was having a, Usually whenever I tell my wife I want to do something, she'll mock me, and she'll, she'll give me the, uh, the Al Dukes to the Boomer and Carton line of thinking. Why can't you just be happy... You have five jobs. Do those. Why can't you just handle those, and why do you got to do something else? And so, usually, that's the response. I actually told her yesterday, we're not together often. <laughs> These days. You and the wife. Yes. But Is that the secret to a long marriage, Jerry? It can't hurt, I can tell you that. <laughs> I worked with a guy, I'll get back to that in a second. I worked with a guy who used to work at uh, Fort Monmouth. And so, his day was over and done at 3 o'clock. And some days he would stay there till four, and then he would come work some nights at the liquor store with me. 
And I would say to him, like, why don't you go home? He goes, oh, I can't do that. I said, well, why is that? He goes, my wife's shift starts at 4. I'm like, okay. He goes, if I got home at 3.15, that means we'd see each other. And that's no good. Dead serious. He goes, Sundays are fine. <laughs> Sundays are fine. <laughs> that's plenty for him. And one other story on him, because this is funny. He would come in on Sundays. He would take his mo- His mother was old, an older lady. So he would go grab her from her assisted living home, and he would go grocery shopping with her. And it would take him a while to get around the store and everything. And then sometimes, and there was this one particular day where it was 100 degrees in the middle of July, he comes to the liquor store, parks out back, and comes in. Just going to grab a beer real quick. Great, whatever. We were always allowed, if it was an off day, to have a quick beer, you know, give a dollar or something. It was no big deal. So he's back there, and the guy I'm working with goes back there. There's she, because his shift just ended. They're sharing a beer, blah, 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 blah. I would say an hour and a half goes by. It had to have been an hour and a half. Finally, like, like, man, got some free time. You're not with the wife today. I'm like, uh, would you took your wife, your mom shopping earlier? She goes, oh, no, no, no. I, no, no she's out in the car. The, mo- the grandmother. <laughs> the in the heat. <laughs> the whole time. I hope he kept the window I open. I said, it's really hot out. He goes, I have air conditioning. <laughs> She's fine. So he has just the car, got the car running, the air kicking. <laughs> and she was, and by the way, she was fine. So. She was enjoying her. Anyway. She was enjoying the alone time herself. Point of the story is, this is my wife yesterday. I said, you know, I think I want to go back to school and learn nutrition. Maybe in five years, maybe become a, if I can get myself in shape, become a personal trainer. I would really like to do that. To where I'm like, go ahead, uh, go ahead, mock it. And she's like. You should. That might be one of the best ideas you've ever had. Because you're into like, it. What? I almost fell off my chair. So how about that? Because so maybe, yes, maybe in 2020, that's what we'll do. Hmm. Your fists keep bounding on the table, and for some reason it's cam- coming through on the microphone. Is this true? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, not when you do that, but when you p- hit, hit down. Yeah. Someone will yell at us for that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. If you become... It, it must be weird, like, for me, when we work these radio jobs... You never feel like, like if you're a nutritionist and you lose your job, you just go get another nutritionist right, job. Right, right. Radio jobs aren't like that. There's not many of them. There's not many of them. Unless you want to move to Tuscaloosa or right. you want to move to Iowa. I mean, if we lost our job tomorrow, which by the way is on the table, any day we could come in here and sure. we could be escorted out. You've got ESPN radio, you've got Sirius in terms of sports, right? Right. Where else are we going? Podcasting, Jerry, the future of broadcasting. I don't know that it would pay you your six hundred thousand dollars a year salary. No, that it wouldn't do, and I don't make that. Oh. Um, what did I want to ask you about? Oh, this. Uh, I've been complaining about the UPS. Yes, uh, guys, they were they were taking my Amazon packages and and delivering them to my parking spot mm-hmm. in my condo association, not my front porch. Right. Uh, so a guy called in today. Uh, just happened to be a they, uh, Boomer and Craig were talking about package deliveries. The guy told me that they they have they're delivering upwards of a thousand packages a day each driver. I believe it. I saw the UPS fourteen hours. I I've seen the UPS guy out really late. So I guess that's understandable. You got to get these packages delivered. I I always wonder. Do you ever ever think about the process? Just a piece of mail goes through. Yes. How in the hell they actually find they find their final destination? I don't get. And the UPS thing I've actually seen in action. It is remarkable. The way the packages come in, they're shipped here. This guy moves it onto this belt, and this guy, and it's fast. And if it's not there in two days, we're like, "What the hell? Yes. Where is my package?" I agree. I paid a whole nine dollars yeah. for that to get across the country in forty-eight hours. Right. And by it, the way, six hours of it's on a plane. And if you're a, a Amazon Prime person, you're paying nothing for that. Like you've paid your yearly yes. fee. By the way, how does that work? 
That I don't know. That doesn't seem to make any sense. I, I think probably what happens is people use the... Uh, people are ordering a lot for the holidays, but off-season, it's probably not a lot of But if you pay 100 bucks, right? okay, let's say conservatively, a, a person that doesn't use it all that often ships seven or eight things. That's not much. Would you agree? Correct. That's got to add up to 80 or $90 of real shipping, doesn't it? I would it? think so, yes. So unless they have their own plane, right, and their own shipping department, which I don't think they do. It's still coming U.S. Postal Service or UPS or FedEx or something. How do they make up for the people that are going to abuse that? Not abuse it. It's their right. They're paying their 100 bucks. But there are people that probably ship things every week. Right. Like, I'm doing things like I'll get an idea for somebody for a gift, and I'll go, oh, I'll just order that right now. Why not? Instead of going, let me wait till I'm going to, let me see when I'm going to get my nieces and nephews, and I'll get it all in one package right. delivered. Right. I'm not doing that now. I agree. Like, you're oh, very, I want you're that, more I'll spontaneous now. I'm very, Jerry, if there's one thing about me, it's my spontaneity. Wow! I'm very spontaneous. Is that true? No, that's. Not I didn't true. think so. Yeah. You're you're the type. You get the uh, the car reviews. I'm the type. I see the car. I go buy the car. Yeah. And then I'm like, Ugh. oh well, this did come up on the show today. So yesterday, I I parked my car in New York City, and I this is awesome. Unbeknownst to me, I parked under a tree. No, no, you you parked under a toilet. <laughs> I mean, it is my car is covered in bird poop. Yeah, covered. badly. Not just the windshield or the hood. The entire car. I, I've actually never seen. Let's put it this way. If the rain hit your car, it would look like you're pouring milk off the roof. Yes. It looks like someone egged my car. Yeah, it's pretty awful. That's how bad it is. So, you know, I'm sort of like a germaphobe type of person. and So Boomer and Craig assumed I immediately went and got my car washed. I did too. It is still covered in bird poop. Right, that's brutal. And they don't understand how someone of my ilk could have that happen. But for me, the outside of a car in New York City is so out of my control I agree. that I throw that I just throw my hands up. You ever look at your car around the? I know you have one of those bumper defenders on your license plate, just but, on the license plate, right? But that said, yeah, your car is still taking a beating, all scraped up. What's that? All scraped it has up. To Every be. fender is scraped. My bottom bump, my bumper on the rear and in the front looks like I got into accidents. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's, and then even we were talking about this too this morning. Driving home, sometimes, not every day, but sometimes I take the Pulaski Skyway home. If it there's a sign, we got a little Holland Tunnel that will tell you the time to the turnpike, basically. Right. You can just take the turnpike to Newark, or you can take Pulaski Skyway. And if the time's the same, why am I going to spend $3 to get there? I'll just take the it, take, it takes the same amount of time. Absolutely. Well, because they've been doing construction for a couple of years, I went under the overpass where they were redoing. Like, a month after I got the car... I go home, I'm like, why is there cement on my car? Like, to where I can't get it off, and it's still sitting there. I mean, how do you sell a car that's got cement spots on it? And I don't mean drips. I mean they're half-dollar-sized pieces. pretend you did it on purpose, like sort of like an artsy type of thing where you have cement dots on your car. That's oh. how I would sell it. God, terrible, terrible, terrible. Jerry, I have a story here from New Jersey, Hopatcong. Are you familiar with that town? No. I'm You've not. never heard of Hopatcong? I've heard of it. I have no idea where it is. I'm with you. My assumption is it's up north if I've never heard of it. Well, a police officer there has been accused of slapping a man who was wearing a bunny costume and blowing an air horn in the police station. <laughs> what a moron. And they've charged the police officer with assault. Not a pepper? A Hopatcon police officer was charged with Hello? slapping this fella... On November 17th, and faces a count of simple assault. The encounter was captured on a, a video shot by 
the man in the bunny costume, his brother. The video shows the man in the bunny suit entering the police station and blowing the air horn repeatedly despite being told to stop blowing the air horn. Officers began cursing at them, allegedly, and one hit him in the face. The bunny face, doesn't that really? Doesn't really count. Now, I totally agree. I am 100% behind the police slapping a man in a bunny costume who walks into the police department blowing an air horn. Yes. 100% behind it. I have no problem with How it. How do you not know in this day and age that, that there's something more to that? Right, has to be. I, yeah, I would have I would have decked them. The man in the bunny costume, of course. Uh, oh well, this is the uh, this is the attorney for the police officer said that the police officer acted appropriately and in accordance with his training and experience as a police officer. I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. Isn't that one of these dumb stories? Dumb story. This is like uh, idiots of the day or something. The man in the uh, bunny costume entered the police station to turn himself in on a warrant related to a motor vehicle accident. I'm sure this helped. Yeah. He uh, faced an arrest warrant for not completing a work program instead of having jail time for not having car insurance. Well, now he'll have jail time for being a jackass. No, but he's not going to be in jail. Well, he is now. The guy, but he's the bunny. Right. He's the bunny guy. He's part of it. He is part of it. If you're part of that, you're it. I am all for police smacking dopes around. I am. I don't care. If, it's, if you're in a if bunny it's costume. Deserved, I get it. Yes, this is deserved. You get in a bunny costume, go into the police station and blow an air horn. Sorry. If I was a police officer, I'd hit him with my uh, baton, Jerry. Kick your ass. My baton. Baton. Is that like your batum? Baton. Batum. And then I'd cuff him and throw him right in the jail. No court needed. You're a man in a bunny costume blowing an air horn. Guilty. How is that going to go for him in prison? Jerry, I think that uh, man in the bunny costume owes that police officer an apology. I agree. And I don't think just going, I'm sorry. I don't think that's... So if he went in and said, listen, my mistake, I apologize. That's not going to work? No. mean, Better if he said, my Omaha steak delivered to your home as a thank you and an apology. See what you did there? For the holidays. I like that. Not my mistake, Omaha steak. So you're giving the gift of meat. The gift of meat, Jerry. Uh, Here's the thing. Whether you're a man in a bunny costume that owes a police officer a gift for the holidays, or Jerry's going to get one for his aunt and uncle. And you are too, for your aunt and uncle. Oh, I thought for your aunt and uncle. I was going to say, they never give me anything. Why would I get them anything? (laughs) I would think not. I'm going to get something for my aunt and uncle. Now, no chance they have any idea how to use a podcast, my aunt and uncle, so I can say that without knowing that they're going to know what their gift is. Same here. I'm going to get them the family gift pack, and here's why. When you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code POST, POST, P-O-S-T, POST, uh, you're going to get 77% off, bringing that family gift pack to a low price of $49.99. Now, what do you get for that, Jerry? A lot. You do get a lot. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, Two boneless pork jobs. Boneless. Four boneless chicken breasts. Boneless. Four kielbasa sausages. Which are also boneless. Uh, four burgers. Boneless. A 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs. Boneless. Four potatoes au gratin. God, of course, boneless. Four caramel apple tartlets. Sweetness. 
one Omaha steak seasoning packet. Boneless. Plus, because Jerry is the kielbasa king. No, 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 and By no, the way, that's no, catching on no, on no, Twitter. No, no, it's not catching on. Thank it's you. It's not catching on. No, Thank no, you to no, everyone no, who's no, tweeting no, it no, to Jerry. No, no, no. It is catching on. You suck. And because it's catching on, Omaha Steaks is going to throw in an additional four kielbasa sausages for free. And you have one man to thank for that. The kielbasa king. Boneless. Boneless Jerry Recco. <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> so, by the way, that is a great gift to get and receive. So, I'm going to buy one for myself while I'm over there ordering for my aunt and uncle. Uh, you don't have to leave your house. They send these uh, meat packages right to somebody's front door in a nice uh, styrofoam cooler with ice. By the way, when you unpack that, you better have room in your freezer because there's a lot of meat. For forty nine ninety nine, and you, you know how ridiculous this sounds too. Which part? The seventy seven percent off. Seventy seven percent off. Forty nine ninety nine. It's That's a right. two hundred and thirty two dollar value. Is that right? That is insane. You priced it out individually and came up with yeah, that. That's right. Okay. Well, Jerry's telling you then go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code POST, and get yourself the family gift pack for forty nine ninety nine. Boneless. 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 All right, what do I go with next here, Jerry? Let me, Something oh. boneless. Not boneless. This is uh, this took place in North Carolina. Another weird place. A young a young man wanted to go see Santa Claus in the mall and Sounds tell him good. all of the things he w- would like right. for Christmas. Did you do this as a kid? Did you go see Santa? I don't remember. You I'm don't. sure we did. You I don't do remember seeing remember. a picture of you on Santa's lap? I don't. I, I'm sure we did. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm sure, though, that we did. If you see one over the holidays, will you take a photo of yes, it and tweet it out? I will. Absolutely. Of you with a Santa Claus. I tweeted out the photo of me in a Danny White Halloween costume. That's true. So why wouldn't I? In a well, uniform. When I see these old uh, pictures of like uh, the, me with Santa Claus and things, I can't help but know it. I, I, this, I'm not doing shtick. This is really what I think of when I look at it. Well, that guy's got to be dead. Yeah, unfortunately. Right? Yeah. The guy was playing Santa Claus when I was a little I, kid. I do think of that stuff a lot. I'm like, that guy's dead right now. Right. I Here's what I think Or did of. he go on to become a criminal? Like, was I sitting on the lap of a weird guy? Better hope he was boneless. Boneless. <laughs> I do think. <laughs> so, like, I've been at this radio station now. It will be 20 years. Congratulations. On January 8th or something or oh, whatever. I'm sorry. 20 years it will be? 20 years, yes, in Your January. Your 20th anniversary. Yes. We'll get you a fudgy the whale cake. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Sure. Boneless. Uh, and that'll be boneless, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I always think, like, when I first started, you go back, it's 20 years has gone yes. by, right? Like, who was the manager back then? And so now I think, all right, Terry Collins is the manager. If I'm still here in 20 years, like, He's going to be dead. Right. Odds are. He may not be. He could be 87 and doing fine. Like, like we're, and I always, we, me and Eddie, we talk about this sometimes. Like, every day we feel the same, we look the same, but slowly you are aging. Slowly we're dying. Like, when I started here, John Minko was in his early 40s. Right. 20 years from now, where's Mink? Where's Beningo? Well, he'll be dead. They'll like, both be dead. No, no, well, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. No, you don't In five know years, you said? 20 years. Oh, 20 years. In 20 years. Oh, definitely 20 years. No, no, not definitely. But, like, that's how fast time goes. Yes. And they may not be with us. They may. They may not. And if they are, what, ta- what type of shape are we going to be in? You You'll are be gonna, 70 at that time. You are going to be the older guy in the newsroom. I already feel like I'm the older guy in the newsroom because I'm the only one in the newsroom most of the time. Okay, so that would make you both the youngest and the oldest if you're a half glass full, glass half empty kind of guy. I've become more half full than half empty. 
Yes, I have in certain things. Hmm. In terms of aging and feeling okay, and I'm more half full, I think, at this point. Okay. Like, I feel like I'm going to live forever. News tomorrow, car accident, dead. Jerry's dead, and we're uh, moving would on with CeeLo. Would you do a show tomorrow? Like, how That's would, how would that work? If you died, would we do a show or tomorrow? Or you, or Eddie. What happens tomorrow morning? Hmm. Like, yeah, I we think we do run... a show, but we do, everyone calls up and says, says sad, nice things about well, you. Well, some jackass will call up and say, good, I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, he wasn't great anyway, so. Right. Like, bring Erica back. Or well, we CeeLo. We would definitely play this, because I'd be like. It'd be my last work. Yeah. And I'd be like, and I would tell them in the morning, I'd be like, oh, you know what? We were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah, that would really be ironic. Be creepy. Be like the Alanis Morissette song. Yes. An old man. Yeah. But I think the show would go on. The show, well, I mean, Maybe listen, we would do a silent update The for show you. goes on. I'm just wondering, here's what I would like. Okay. Four hours of Jerry Clips. Now, who's going to put those together? None of us know how to do production well, here. Someone better get, if I'm dead, someone better put the effort in <laughs> I don't to know put some clips be, together. Who's going to be cutting up all these uh, all these press conferences for tomorrow morning if you pass away? Uh, then what? Uh, we don't have anybody. Oh. No, no nobody what does What if we that. did this? This is what I would pitch in the, in the pre-show meeting. Two minutes of silence for Jerry. And that's not then enough. That way we don't, no one has to cover the work. I don't know that I, no, I don't like that. That's not enough. Plus stories. Regalia about Jerry. Well, that, now we're now we're talking. Remember that time when maybe Jerry... you could replay. Here's this: you get you get permission from Rutgers, okay, to like play my last game. All right, in full. The an show's old four basketball hours. The game? game was an hour and fifty minutes. Take I the commercials out. The that, game's Jerry. a half hour. This, this sounds a little silly. Well, what happened if it was you? What would you want? Oh, I'd love it if you guys just played all my songs. <laughs> <laughs> For four hours, right? And told people to download Al's Boring Podcast and this Why? podcast. Why? What difference is it? Well, you, I would just like to you see You want to some... be posthumously the most famous uh, podcaster? Yeah, like when the podcast company sends out that email and says, uh, you guys were in 15th place amongst our pod... I would like to be higher up. I'd like to beat some of those wrestling shows we have on And then the I got to print that out and put it on your grave? Yes. You drop it in there. Like how they drop a flower on the casket, you would drop... Our ranking, our podcast what's, ranking. What's so crazy about it is it's <laughs> it's far fetched and yet very real. Very real, Jerry. It could happen without question. Yes, today. could happen. I could literally fall down and crack my head open. Well, right don't now. do that because then I'd probably have to. If I don't help, it'd be like, "What were you doing when he cracked his head?" I was, I was calling nine one one and watching him. I tried calling. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> I was starting this off, Jerry, asking about you if you ever went to see Santa. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I don't remember this. A nine year old boy. He went to see Santa, and he was going to tell him what he wanted uh, for Christmas, as any kid would. He uh, This kid, Anthony, in North Carolina, wanted an iPod Touch and a drone for Christmas. And then as he got up off Santa's lap to be on his merry way and tell his story about talking to Santa, Santa said to him, quote, lay off the hamburgers and french fries. The kid was a little heavy, fat shamed by Santa. How about that? Not right. Meanwhile, if no. you're Santa, you're fat. Well, we don't know if this one was. I don't go for these skinny Santas. <laughs> You'll see them sometimes. Like, no, Santa was portly. <laughs> yes, but sometimes they're desperate. I saw a skinny Santa. I went on a, uh, let me talk about bougie, a Spring Lake tour, a tour of bed and breakfast oh, inns of Spring Lake. Did you really? And one of the what is happening? And one of the inns had a Santa in the lobby, Finn. Yeah, which is like, throws is the this? whole game off. They're like, "Oh, is, anybody wants to take their photo with Santa? He's available." I'm like, "That's he's... Billy Bob Thornton. That's not <laughs> right. Santa. <laughs> right? He was very thin. He was the Billy Bob Thornton Santa." That's so funny. I passed. I pass. 
All right, Jerry, that's all I have. I'm, all right. I'm, uh, I'm not really confident in these other stories, and we're up against yeah, it, I as they no say, time. in the business. The warm-up is coming up now. Don't panic. You'll only hear me for the first 60 seconds because Al wasn't there. And then I came in breathing heavy because I had to run down the hallway. And now you're going to put your old man glasses No, on. I had these on before. Uh, warm-up coming up next. We'll see you on the show tomorrow morning. If you're only a podcast listener, well, have yourself a great weekend. Well, the, the, it'll be podcasted tomorrow, the warm-up show. I know, but I can't say goodbye to them tomorrow. Oh, I see. But I can say that now. Okay. See It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good luck indeed, as Al Dukes is an empty chair right now. He will be joining us in just a moment. Hi. Yes, good morning, Al. How are you, sir? And Hi. Hi, I said hello. You can do it again, Eddie? Good no, morning. Good. No, good. I think we're good. Hi, anyway, Jerry. Uh, Boomer and Carton coming up in just a couple of minutes. And a couple of things I do want to bring up, and I know Al will be sitting down momentarily. And the Knicks lost big last night to the Cavaliers. And I think the one thing I took from the Knicks effort was there wasn't much of one after the first quarter. And a lot going into this it game. It sucks. It did suck last night. And I also thought what sucked as well has been all this ripping of Phil Jackson based on the interview he did on CBS Sports Network. Uh, on We Need to Talk, and that was this premise that Carmelo Anthony, that he called him a ball hog uh, during the course of this interview. I'm going to play a couple of clips here, and I'll get Al's reaction as soon as he sits down. Maybe he's going to bypass today. He, he I'm not probably, sure. He probably won't even hear them. Uh, he's not, but I'm going to play him anyway because this is what I don't oh, understand. This. Oh, he's going to race in. Hey, Boomer's here. How are we doing? I'm not sure Al apparently lost track of time. Uh, I did lose track Al, of time. Uh, show starts uh... We started two minutes ago. I want to play a couple of things for you, and I'll turn the mic off so you can hear it. I know you don't have your headsets yet because there's been a lot with Phil Jackson from that interview, and I know I, so you put it on the show sheet as well, and rightly so because it's all over the newspapers. I saw it on Twitter yesterday that Phil Jackson called Carmelo Anthony a ball hog. Now, here is the question to Phil Jackson from Lisa Leslie. They were talking about the triangle, and basically does Carmelo fit, has he fit, and here it is, and I'll turn the mic off so you can hear it. It is an offense that the ball has to move a lot more. Is that kind of a, a conflict of interest, that offense, in having a great player like him? Now, would you agree? Leading question, right? I mean, it's basically putting him in a bad spot, saying he's, you know, when the ball gets to him, sometimes it doesn't move. Now, listen to the answer. The first part of it, you could say, wow, he's saying he holds the ball too long. But then listen to the end of it. Listen to the full clip, and then I want your opinion if this has been portrayed correctly. Ready? Ready. We have a rule. If you hold a pass two seconds, right. you benefit the defense. So he has a little bit of a tendency to hold it to three, four, five seconds. Then everybody comes to a stop. And that, that is one of the things we work with. Yeah. But he's, he's uh, adjusted to it. He knows what he can do. And, and you know, he's willing to see its success. That, to me, tells me he's got issues, but he's working hard at it, and things are going in the right direction. And he never used the phrase ball hog. Never once did uh, but, he call him a ball right, hog. Right, and that's every headline right. that I've been seeing, no matter whether it's in the newspapers, on TV. And I, and I kept looking. I go, oh, where's this quote where there he's is called no quote. a ball hog? Now, you heard the full 20 seconds. Is he ripping Carmelo Anthony there? No. I agree. And so I guess it was because I didn't see it in the postgame um Video that's been posted, perhaps it's there, but they haven't put it online. Maybe it was asked. I see all these things where Carmelo's got no comment about the ball hog comment. That's not what he said. And so, I don't know, it just bothered me. I wanted to play it in its full context because it can really be construed in a different way. And I don't think he meant anything by that. I did see the mellow reaction when people were asking him. He didn't want to talk anything about 
any Phil Jackson comments. Oh, so you did see that? Okay, I saw, so I I saw it in print. Right. I'm saying so, I haven't seen the video. That's what I like to see because I like to see the facial expression. I want right. to hear how it's asked, and I haven't seen that yet. And so I don't know. This is the way you have like a divide can be created. Now, I don't think in this case you say a lot about Phil Jackson. He said some dumb things, no question. But sometimes we can't just read the print of things. Like you need to hear it and see it. And that was from the CBS Sports Network interview. And I, I don't know. The whole thing was just bizarre to me. And then did you see, I love the Odell Beckham Jr. He was talking more about the uh, referees. Oh, yeah, yeah. First he said that he shouldn't have said anything. I, yes, I do have it. Oh, you like do to have hear that, it. Yes, here, here, here's Beckham yesterday. Shouldn't even have brought it up because it, it's always a lose-lose situation, bringing something up. Uh, either you're speaking out on it and now you're trying to defend yourself or the other way around, you're complaining. So either way it goes, I, sh- I should have probably never brought it up. It's, it's really irrelevant. Nothing's going to change. No calls are going to be made because of what I say now. So he pretty much doubled down on it, actually, at the end. Then do you have his Stevie Wonder <laughs> uh, reference? I heard it. I actually have it. I still have to put it into the system. He yes. went with the classic... Even Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder must be like, there are other blind people. Are we people. still doing this? I, at first it was <laughs> Helen Keller for years. Sure. Like, yeah. even Helen Keller could see that. Now it's, then it became, I guess, in the 70s or 80s, Stevie Wonder. Right. He's still doing Stevie Wonder references. Yeah. I guess that'll go on forever. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, we're still doing this. Oh, the other thing I want I, I ran in late, Jerry. My oh, apologies. I'm aware, yeah. Why didn't anyone come get me, by the way? Because right you, down the hall. There have been, first of all, there have been many times where you've kind of jogged in right as we're about to start, and we're very aware how aware you are when Boomer's late. So we figure you're very much into the climb. How many times have you ever been late for Zero. a shift? Okay, so why would I expect I, today you to be late for the warm up? I was very caught up in uh, in Craig uh, pregame stuff. Okay, I mean, show stuff. It's really something. All you do is look at your phone. Yeah, there's, but there's I'm a clock. literally. You hook a All right, so from, from now right on, so from now on, when I've, I walk in here, yes, if I'm at not here, thirty-seven after. No, no, not thir- like. Well, that's when I come in here. Okay, thirty-seven. I come in here thirty-seven Perfect. after. I got to get the clips together. Now, apparently, I have to worry about you. I've Once. never had to worry about you right. before. Now I know you're a concern. But and I've also, come, I can't hear you anymore. I know. I've come in here at thirty-eight, thirty-nine, you where you haven't been in here, and I've walked ten feet down the hall. Go, Jerry, one time. Right. Okay. One yeah, time. But, it but was, I went, it, no one came looking for me. And Jerry, you can no. tell Al this, but it was 40, you know, whatever, two. You have to talk. I have to hit the button. Right. So at four, well, uh, now, Eddie makes a great point. At 42 after, when you have come in at that time before, at that moment, if I walk out, there's no one here. Right. He's got to hit the button. So what right. do you want to do? Him How about hit the this? button. Come look for me. I have an idea. One time. I have an idea. Be on time. Yeah. No, listen, I have nine years <laughs> of being on time Over and one day of not, and no one came. I wonder how you would have just done the whole segment by yourself. No, Eddie was about to go walk out and call No, for no, it. I was not. Yes, you were. Oh, stop it. No, yes, I you was. Were. Yes, he was. Anyway. Did uh, you see, I wanted to bring this up. I know we, you did the uh, LeBron stuff. They were playing uh, the the flip uh, bottle. Yes. What, what do you call that? Your kids do that, right? Yeah. The, the flipping uh, bottles. We did it with Craig. Uh, bottle the, flip. Yes, the bottle flip. Exactly. With During the, the game. Water. Yes. I saw them setting up red solo cups. They were going to play a beer pong. <laughs> beer pong. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the bench. I saw By the for way, a little bit. That's about as exciting as that game was. It was yes. a good start for the first half of the quarter. But I heard all these people pregame, oh, LeBron is going to go off tonight, 40 points, 45 points. He's angry at Phil Jackson. 25 points, average night. Um, average night, but again, he does everything. He's got seven assists. He got seven rebounds. You got Kevin Love scoring 16 in the first quarter. Again, you got Kyrie Irving. 
I would say if LeBron wanted to put up 50 points last night, he could have stayed in that game the whole night and put up 50 points. He could have ball hogged it. He could have ball hogged it, yes. He could have held the ball too long. We could have called him a ball hog, and we could have done a lot of that. Uh, a couple of other things, but we do have to take a break. Uh, I want to play two clips when we come back. A Brandon Marshall clip from a conference call with the San Francisco media and a clip about Justin Pugh as we get set for the Giants and Cowboys yeah. Sunday night football. I hope it's the Justin Pugh cut I'm thinking of. Probably not, but oh. I'm going to hope so. We'll find out next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, welcome back. If you're just joining us, Boomer and Carton coming up in two and a half minutes, but the Yankees have gotten Chapman. Aroldis Chapman back. Five years, $86 million. Remember, they weren't going to go past four. They went to five uh, as they kind of came together in to the six. middle. I didn't say you. I said he wanted six. They said four is the offer. They... Um, they wind up with five for 86. Also, the Nationals did acquire Adam Eaton from the White Sox. Uh, Cavaliers blow out the Knicks 126-94. to 94. A couple of clips for you uh, quickly here. This is Justin Pugh, Giants offensive guard. It looks like he will be back uh, Sunday night to take on the Cowboys. And you talk about a confident dude. He certainly is. No one losses against us. We play when we know how to play them. Uh, we know them very well. And so it would be exciting to get back out there and go give them another loss. There you go. He hasn't played in a month. No, he is not. <laughs> but he's very confident that they are going to no send the Cowboys out at 11 and 2. No, nah, there were a lot of guys that spoke, but he's the one that's making headlines because he said we're going to beat them this Sunday night. So good for him. And by the way, it's a, they need him back. Hello? Anybody? They need him back for what? Their they, don't have, they don't have line. any running game whatsoever. Yes, because their offensive line is not very good. He's one oh, of the better stinks. ones they have. He's been out for a month, so they should get him back. And the other one I'll play for you quickly. Now, would you call that a guarantee win? Did he, uh, did no, he, he did guarantee not gar- a victory? That's about as much a guarantee as uh, Phil Jackson calling Carmelo Anthony a ball hog, oh. which he did not do. Uh, Brandon Marshall did a conference call with the San Francisco media where he uh, was asked about the three-touchdown game when he was with the Bears a couple of years ago. And listen to the reaction from the reporter after. I- I'll say it. I mean, I, I took a couple pain pills. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to take pain pills? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of guys do. <laughs> pain pills, yes. <laughs> now, I didn't know you could slam pills and go push. He didn't say slam them. Oh, he said he different. took pain pills. Oh, he he probably them. had a high ankle sprain or something and needed it. Yeah, it was exactly right. He said the uh, timetable to return was six weeks, and he came back in 10 days to play that game because of He the said pain, pain pills. pills. Oh, you know, oh, that, that, again, that's, yes. that's, that's him putting himself out there. That's exactly and right. that's why they have and doctors what, and trainers that are supposed to tell these guys, <laughs> Look, you're not supposed to be playing and Players. don't do anything artificial to help yourself play. But artificial. Boomer and Carton right now. Do it anyway. Yep. Oh. Hey, it's your yes. buddy Craig hey, Carton Craig. from the Boomer and Carton.